Good morning, fellow pilgrims, pilgrims and travelers on a funny path of life. Oh. Recording this one from bed. Where I had a very, well, one very sweet dreams. I know I dream quite a bit, but this one I remembered. I remember a sweet kiss uh, with a pillar and a long one. Just a gentle sweet kiss, you know, nothing, nothing fancy. And a slow dance. And I think I woke up with that. Nice, it was sweet, it was. Naive. Innocent. Gentle. Oh, it's my second time to wake up this morning. She woke up around two-ish and stayed up for a good hour. I think I close to an hour and a half. I had a dilemma yesterday. So we had uh, two people from the pilgrim who ended up staying for dinner. And during the dinner, Ed was making uh, some negative remarks about uh, Aureli. And in all fairness, they were not completely inaccurate. But it just didn't feel right. It felt kind of like gossiping. And I didn't want to... I didn't want to open that door. It's true that she pretty much was... 90, almost, you could almost say 99% the one talking. Topic after topic after topic. And not stopping. Which made it impossible for anybody else to bring something in. Like, I have no idea who those people are. I mean, I, I got to talk to her, so it's a couple from Switzerland. Actually, I barely talked to her. I was being, I was, I was joking anyway. But uh, when we were outside, I was raking some leaves, raking some leaves. She introduced them to me, which I had met him, what, two or three days ago. It come 
uh, just to spend the day. And he had lunch with us. But during dinner, Magali was impressive. She just didn't stop. But it just didn't feel right coming from him. Her boyfriend. Anyhow. Was making me think of the Eightfold Path, you know, the right speech, the right thought. If what you're saying is not going to be useful, in that format, I don't see it useful. I don't even know how. No sé cómo entablar este tema. I don't know how to start that conversation. Because it could come from a place of a of a critic or you know of a judgment, and I don't find that useful. So for me, it's just better to say nothing. If I can't get something good out of it or something useful. Not meaningful, then it's better to say nothing. And then Edu ended up going to uh, Mincho to help him with dinner, to help Balbina with dinner. And then I stayed there, and then I went, I went to do, I was doing the dishes, and I was like, yeah, just go back and sit down, just be with them. But after a few minutes of just hurricane, Really going, I just left because it was just like, yeah, you know, it just didn't make any sense for me to stay. Well, before the dinner, um, so I was cleaning up outside because I couldn't see anymore in a, in a greenhouse because it was dark. And uh, Balbina reminded me that she had some chickpeas and rice that, you know were waiting for me if I wanted some. So I was like, yeah, I'll come in a little bit. I'm going to go take a shower and I'll, I'll come get a sample. So, and I was up there with her and then Marucha. Marucha. Who can't understand me? Even with a hearing aid on. But anyway, don't spend a little time chatting with um, Barbina, getting Maruha to smile once in a while, not sure if he actually understood what I was saying or not, I don't know, but anyhow, then I tried to watch that documentary on uh, this old couple that ran this bookstore, which was, I guess, a porn store in California, which I couldn't get into it. And then I ended up watching again Athlete A, which is about uh, um, gymnastic and Larry Nassar, who abused hundreds of uh, girls, teenage girls, as a medical doctor for the 
USA Olympic gymnastic team and a lot of professionals. I watched it once already, but it is well done from my standpoint. So they will be already, and uh, Edu will be leaving next Thursday for Barcelona, and she will be taking the train home from there. The funny thing is, I think she's considered attractive by men and to me I consider my little sister which is interesting you could say she would fit with a measurement in terms of uh, a woman I could be interested in but uh, there's nothing there Not my kind of woman. Not my kind of pillar. I've enjoyed uh, some of the conversation we had. But since then, just a kind of, what I would call sometimes the frantic talking, the volume. And those things sometimes where she's basically asking for confirmation. For you to agree with her. Anyhow, I guess kind of a rhetorical kind of a way. But I don't want to say anything to her about it because it's not coming from a place that would be useful. So, my hope, yeah, it is a hope that I have that I will keep my mouth shut. I will not say anything. She will not find out about it. Anyhow, all right. Oh my goodness, what an interesting night. But regardless, it was a sweet... Uh, Sweet state of mind waking up with that dream. A sweet kiss. Anyhow, and I go with my routine. We'll talk soon. Well, welcome back, uh, pilgrims and travelers. Going on an after lunch walk. In the neighborhood, I find out that Marucha had some other kind of attack during the night, so the ambulance again came to get her, and she's back in the hospital. My goodness. So we do dealing with that last night, and then this morning to Balbina to see her.
I guess a part of me, you know, obviously, it's not that hard to see it from a distance because, uh, I mean, I do care about Malucha, but, you know, it's a, it's a short story and, I mean, it's a 95-year-old lady. So some of that stuff is, uh, it's not a surprise, you know, it's not like a shock. Not like if it happened in at Edu, but anyhow. And kind of seeing the life drama, you know, just the life drama occurring. The inevitability of it. You know, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know how much time I have, you know, to be able to, uh, to function the way that I do function. I don't know. Even when she came back, you know, she was talking about, I mean, she mentioned about wanting to die, you know, just like, you know, being being attached all day long, you know, in that chair, which is horrible. You know, there's no question. You know, I'm, I'm nowhere near justifying that. But I understand the rationale behind it, you know, and uh, we as individual, uh, the understanding we have of who we are, or, or I guess what are, what are rights or what we deserve, and and the reality often do not match, you know. Yeah, you complaining about the food. I mean, whatever it is that you know, you we're always going to complain anyway. Whether you're rich, poor, you know, whether you're wounded or whatever the case may be. Heck, fuck me, I I find shit to complain all the time, you know. Not as dramatic as it used to be, but still, you know. Or what's missing or what's not right. So I feel kind of, I guess, detached from that current of emotion. And of course, it is easy because it's not happening to me or... Uh, and I guess me personally, I guess the closest of anybody really would be Pilar if something happened to her. And it was, if I was to get involved with that, that would be harder. That would be stronger emotionally-wise in terms of how charged it would be. And I can appreciate, you know, how that affects your judgment and your reason and your sensibility when you see somebody suffering or when you feel like there's not adequate care being provided. It is an interesting conundrum. And there is no there is no answer. There's never gonna be an answer to that. Because that's part of life, you know, the the inability of change of of suffering and and to try to solve it at the material level, I feel is a waste of energy. It is inevitable, of course, that there will be investment at that level to care for somebody. But I think we may be neglecting another part. You know, that, that part of surrendering or that part of not fighting or not seeing some of those things as enemies. But it's just part of part of the entry point, you know. 
And again, just take it 100 years ago. What kind of treatment could somebody like her have expected if at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know, there was this crisis? There were no ambulances, you know. I guess it might have been a doctor, a local doctor that could come, you know. And his expertise would be very limited, depending on what it was. There's nothing he could do but try to do uh, mediation with everybody and then uh, I guess to the best of his ability. But uh, I guess some of that will never change, you know. I don't know. I'm not speaking as an expert, of course. But it seems to me that yeah, there's a part of us that's always going to want what's not possible and not accept the reality of it. And I guess I'm not in a... I'm not in a tricky position, you know. I mean, when I think of, you know, Edu, you know, when I think of Albina, you know, dealing with what they're dealing with, it's not my battle, you know. I am not that invested. You know, I will help, I will do things, but it's just, uh, yeah, I'm not getting lost in that stuff. I'm not passionate about it. I remember of Pilar, you know, with her mother, you know, worrying about her being alone on the weekend. And when I was going to go down there, you know, part of the deal was I was going to go and spend time with her mother during the weekend. Stay over there, basically. And during the week, I would be I would have the house to myself. And it, it all makes sense. You know. When, when you look at numbers, it is not sustainable. It is not realistic. There's nothing to do with justice or equality. Because the people who can afford it, you know, they will do it. But the rest, it, it'll be a... A clusterfuck. And I don't know. Because it's something that that's not part of it's not a priority in my life. You know, I, I don't I don't have a family. I don't have that. You know, I've never had it. So that's part of my upbringing, part of my past. I don't have those roots, so I don't have that state of mind and uh Though I do appreciate, you know, the integrity, the integrity, uh, in, in, oh my goodness, integrity, I can't say, I'm not coming up with the word, all, all the subtle, you know, cogs of that machine, but that's from the outside, I am just not privy, you know, to, to what it's like, and I can appreciate when you've justified, you know, your inversion, when to you it is something that is really important, you are not able to to get on with your life unless that part is taken care of. I remember Glenda with her parents, you know, and what it was like, you know, trying to to keep them safe, you know, and then fighting basically also against them because as people age, there is this weird lapse of understanding that you are losing functions. You are losing uh, discerning qualities. And you have all those hip-breaking, you know, incidents and, you know, a car accident or whatever the case may be. People falling more and 
And until those things happen, then most people will believe that it's not going to happen to me. So, you know, and the same, you know, same thing under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. And I'm not different, you know. I mean, I'm not there, you know. Though I'm aware with my mind, you know, forgetting things like faces lately. Uh, well, I guess by people that I don't, I guess, consider that important. I guess it's more, more, more of that. Because I think when I saw uh, Aurelie, and actually her too, was like, I know you. And I'm somehow pretty sure that I met her here two years, two years before she'd been here, anyhow. Good segue right here. So anyway, so Edu took Balbina this morning, and he's not back yet. So Aurelie was here, so I got up late, which you kind of know from the weird night that I had getting up so early and feeling awake. And uh, so it was after nine when I got up. And then, you know, it was a little over two hours to do my routine, which was very enjoyable. So I didn't see them, but I didn't expect to see them. And when I went upstairs, there was nobody and it was dark and it was surprising. That was the first time. And I didn't know until a while later when Aurélie came up that what had, what had transpired. And then she was basically going to do the, couple, the few things for Mincho because there was nobody else. Mincho was in his room. And she went to give him his meds and then to bring him his soup, his lunch. And uh, I was definitely circumspect with her because it is challenging. She is challenging for me in that. And again, nothing new, you know. And I guess I don't really have to repeat that. You more than likely get that by now, you know, that it has nothing to do with her, but... just don't part of me is just not interested in sharing at that level at that intensity you know with that kind of volume talking about the weather so much it's you know i did enjoy you know when there was some sharing about a past and what happened to a child you know that was sexually abused and just because it was something that was you know it was vulnerable and she was almost crying it was just something that had a whatever the quality of that kind of sharing to me is meaningful. You know, you get my attention. You know, I'm saying something. I'm 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 feeling connected at that level. But when you're just talking about you're talking on the phone with somebody, I'm right beside you, and then you're repeating what just happened. I'm like, yeah, I was here. I uh, know. I didn't say that, but there's a lot of uh, master of the obvious, which gets to be heavy after a while. So. you know, about three and a half days left of that challenge, of my challenge of uh, being with somebody, to not say anything that I will regret, and to not say anything that is not useful. You know, to critique somebody or to judge somebody, or it serves no purpose, you know, because I have no idea what the right thing is. So... I cannot connect with a person at the same time as maybe giving some constructive criticism in terms of my experience 
then there's no point. If it's not done with love, I just don't see the point in it. So I am left uh, holding that bag and I don't know what to do with it. So basically it's about non-doing. Yeah, it's about damage control. Anyhow, so I cook lunch today. And I want to work on that uh, chickpea uh, lemon dressing, which I'm not I'm not very impressed by it, but it's edible. But it's not anyway. It's not gonna work. I need to do. I need to go a different direction. Anywho, so made a salad dressing, did something with some chickpeas because a couple of the jars that I had quote unquote sterilized uh, did not work out, and. Uh, so those have to be used first. And I realized I did too much. I did too much. So I think next time I'll just uh, cook the onions and then just add some of that um, sweet paprika. Pimenton dulce, uh, Vera, which is a brand, Vera, Vera, Vera. Uh, that's kind of a brand that a lot of people say, you know, if you want to do the dish right, you have to use that brand and no other brand. So. But it's, you know, it's simple, but it's good. And uh, it was just too much. I had some a Swiss chard from the garden. I put a carrot. There was onion, celery from the garden, and then mushroom. You know, which would, would have been fine, actually. Mushroom would have been fine in there. But anyhow, maybe searing them, actually, whole instead of cutting them and sautéing them. To cut them in half and then to sear them. That might have been... One of the best way to uh, to get some good flavor out of them. Anyway, did that. Did some basmati rice with a little bit of uh, turmeric. Anyway, so did uh, did lunch. Anyway, so she was you know grateful for it, and she's a sweet gal, you know. And there is really nothing wrong with uh, with orally. You know, it's just. Uh, it's that line, you know, like uh, respecting somebody else and respect that dance again, that which seems to be my theme a lot lately about respecting myself and then respecting the others. And what I mean by that is to quitar el hierro al asunto, yeah, to take the edge off the that uh, topic. Basically, this is an opportunity, though very challenging. I mean, I can feel the energy being drained out of me. That's that's how challenging. But to stay there a little more. And I did. Like last night, you know, I, I went back and sat down specifically for that purpose. Being like, that's right, Anthony. Just be there, you know. It doesn't matter. You don't need to speak. You don't need to see. There's no, nothing has to do with, none of it has to happen around you or, you know, it's okay. And then, so I did challenge myself a little bit, and then I moved on. And uh, and I think I will possibly see more and more of these things as an opportunity to uh, to challenge myself a little more. And really, looking back with uh, my time here in Elberge, with my smartest way, which has been quite out there, but. You know, there were times where it was fine to just uh, be the support system, you know, to provide the food, to do 
to do what was needed. And then people were like, there was no need for me to to get engaged. And I was fine not to. You know? Of course, you know, I'm it's not as energizing. You know, I am I won't more than likely stay as late, you know, like uh with that last bunch where I stayed until like two o'clock or two ish in the morning. Uh you know, being the playing the guitar and just being involved, so sure, it it energizes you. But it's you know, it is nice. It is enjoyable. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna reject that. Uh, that point, yeah, it was nice. It was nice to be part of, you know, to be included. I kind of was looking for a space, you know, and finding that space and you know, to be able to connect and contribute. Of course, it was nice. But I don't need that that much, you know. And I'm okay to, uh, yeah, to be in the background. I was more active when I had like one or a couple of pilgrims, you know, when things were more kind of quiet. Though then I have tricks in my bags, you know, to to get people going. And I don't think I do it too bad either. So it's gonna be interesting, you know. And you know, being looking at you know spending the winter, so now you go from like feast to famine, you know. And uh, you know, I think well, uh, so Aurelie's gonna leave with Edu. They're leaving next Thursday, so that's that's that. And then Edu will come back with his mother, who might stay. Well, it doesn't matter. Two, three weeks, I guess. She might stay here. And, uh, but after that, I don't know, but it's going to be rather quiet, you know, for, for, for a while at least. And more than likely won't be too much traffic. I'm looking at doing a little retreat of some sort. Uh, Kuchari, Kachiri, Kachiri, Kichari. Uh, I forgot, it's like a lentil rice kind of a dish. And it was thinking of, uh, like if I wanted to, I could do a, my retreat and then it would basically uh, cook the food for me while I was there. Oh, kichari, kichari, here we go, kichari. Or we could do like a big thing, you know, like if I was to do my my lentil, uh, my lentil soup meal, that's a great one. And then have it in those jars and then you just heat it up and it's good to go. No need to, no need to go crazy, no need to go hog wild. Anyhow, but I'm fine. I feel good about having that time, you know. I mean, most people just it never stops, you know. And uh, it's in town. I'm not sure outside of the Camino. What kind of traffic comes here? I don't really. I don't know if it's a could be a base camp for for the surrounding area here. And you have Astorga, you have Leon. I don't know, but I, I don't quite see that. I think Hospital de Arbigo is just uh, going to be a busy place from uh, April to October. So even the town, you know, is going to sleep. So everything is conducive. So I'm sure that the environment is also 
driving me inward and uh, effortlessly, you know, uh, at that. And I'm here arriving back to the bridge. So I'm actually back to walking barefoot, uh, which feels good. The floor is starting to feel cold, you know, as we are heading to a not a winter of discontent, but a, a winter. Anywho, so I have made some gesture like toward Aurelie. I'm sure well, I know she's obviously aware, but uh, I don't think. I'm pretty sure that she's not taking any of it personally. And really, some of it is not. Uh, there's definitely no doubt that uh, she's part of that recipe. But at the same time, I've, I've had those moments where I, where I am more quiet. Oh, looks like we might have a couple of pilgrims on the bike here. Anyhow. Quite a set of pulling a car. Anyway, back on the bridge. So today's weather 21st. Eh? 21st Sunday. Oh, actually, let me. Okay, let me go down the other way and see if I can connect and see what uh, what's up. With that little walkway here, I think there might be a stairway right there. I can go down, yeah. Donde me puedo bajar para juntar con el otro camino. A ver, you know, si algo que que merece la pena de explorar. Anyway. So yeah, there's no no other way. Okay, that's okay. A little detour. I haven't done a lot of walking. Uh, running? I don't know. I don't quite see myself as things get cold to do any running. Anyhow, but the world is going on. You know, the world is going on. I think there was a quote on my Insight Timer, which is an app that I use when I do my my daily meditation. Uh, and now with the update, every morning there is a, a short quote. The thing I used to do on my previous podcast, you know, inspiring podcast. Inspiring quote, <laughs> maybe. Maybe inspiring podcast too. About, you know, smaller things, which is really what matters more. You know, to do the small, the small steps, and that I'm kind of believer of that. That there are no really big steps. A big step is just a big leap is uh, an accumulation of a lot of small steps that makes the big one inevitable. You know, the the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. El colmo, uh, la gota que oh, el colmo shit. I don't remember the Spanish expression. Basically, like the the drop of water, 
that spilled over the, the top of the jug of water. Something like that. Anyhow. Oh my goodness. There's a gentleman coming my way, taking a Sunday stroll. What are the ass? Anyway. Nicely dressed, yeah? Yeah. They like a pullover, pleated pants, shiny black shoes. Anyhow. Alright. So, I haven't actually been camping Don Suero. Piscinas, Parque Infantil, Polideportivo, Aparcamientos. Okay, Parque Infantil means like a, a children playground. Polideportivo, that's like a area where you do sports. Like you may have a soccer field and basketball court. And then Aparcamientos, it's where you would uh, park your car. Which is interesting that it would say that because I wouldn't think it would be an issue in a town that size. But anyhow. Alright, so here we go. Under the bridge in a little bit. Mm. It's a beautiful day. We do have, you know, the, the rain slash snow possibly in a forecast in the in the upcoming week in this region. And here you have that street of kind of like townhouses, it looks like it, attached together. Anyway, it's nice. Nice and quiet. It was a Caldas de Reis, something like that, if you remember on the Camino Portugues. The one day where I cranked up the mile, I almost had blisters and I got soaked. Uh, anyway, there was a... Now the town, I think, well, I don't know if it was bigger than this one. It looked as if. But it's nice. You know? Oh, okay, okay. So actually, well, it doesn't matter. I could have gone at the end of the bridge and there's a wraparound. A road that takes you back to where I am now. Well, I guess it doesn't matter. It's the same, almost more likely the same difference. Well, yeah, we're good. More than likely, we'll do it that way next time. So, there is a nice walkway with uh, cobblestones, I guess that's what they're called, yeah? But they are new. It's, this is not an old walkway. Spain has some nice uh, pedestrian friendly areas. Uh, we shall see about uh, Madrid which I will look at going after in, in January, more than likely to renew my paper. Because right now I tried on a website from the French embassy, and it was the, they only do a two weeks uh, scheduling, and uh, it was full. So we'll see. We'll see in January. I would think it should be okay then. And if not, if I can, I will try Barcelona, because I kind of want to get this thing done. So. If Madrid is too much of a hassle in Barcelona, I guess I could try to look at Barcelona and see what it's like over there. Anyhow. <clears throat> anyway, so it's wonderful. You know the weather again. Sun, sun, sun. We've had a lot of sun, so I'm getting more cold 
but you know, I'm kind of in that same uh, sense. Ah, oh, okay, hostel. Okay, 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 okay. There's a, um, I take a shit, actually. There's a hostel, which is a, kind of like a motel, I guess, would be an American, but it's uh, it's like a hotel, it's just cheaper. But it's not one level. It's It's basically, you have a hotel type of building, but at more affordable prices. And that's kind of your your square of the town, and there is a road that leads here. Good to know. Another way to get to this place. And then, uh, and then here I've seen those uh, the body of those trees, which are obviously man-made because they are well-lined. Those trees. So we'll check it out. I don't know. I need to go to the bathroom for number two. And then, I don't know, we'll see. Maybe take a little nap and then uh, go back in the greenhouse. I'll go in there for more than likely a couple of hours to keep cleaning it. Although I'm moving up at a good click. Uh, but there's no rush, you know. And then uh, I'll have to talk to, I guess, Bellas, who is a volunteer that received me two years ago when I came here in silence. And uh, who knows everything about the place? Apparently, he was very involved in the greenhouse and gardening and all that good stuff. So he would be the person to talk to. All right, here we're coming to like the uh, sand and gravel. So let's see how my feet handle that. Anyhow, yeah, but this is nice, nice little. Uh, Getting off the road, away from houses, a little bit of nature, that is kind of nice. Let's see, let's see where this thing goes. And I'll need to turn around. So anyway, so yes, I would like to uh, think there's a bunch of things which have accumulated and serve no purpose. So I like to get rid of those. So do some spring cleaning and talk to the guy who may know more than anybody else. And see what what serve a purpose, at least that I would understand, and then the rest to get rid of it. Am I okay here by myself? Yeah, there was somebody behind me. Oh my goodness, I gotta take a shit. Kind of funny actually. When I was in back in the Alberghi, there was some roll of toilet paper from the men's bathroom that were very low, and I took those to our bathroom. And <laughs> I didn't have any to go at the time, but now I'm, I'm, it's almost like I'm having a Paul moment. And so that you would know what I'm referring to, Paul was one of my buddy when I was trucking. We even stayed in contact for a while after. Uh, then we kind, of, we kind of lost touch. And uh, I was basically going after him because he was smoking and, uh, you know, just... Uh, bad eating habits and then you know, putting weight, obviously, trucking and uh, not, not taking care of himself. So I was going after him in a nice way, but still kind of a guy way. And then he, he got a pressure cooker. Uh, he's from Michigan. Oh. And he got a pressure cooker. And then he started to eat more vegetable. Yeah, it is struggling to quit smoking, so I'm not sure what happened to that. It stopped for a while, then went to vaping, then went back to smoking. 
but was trying to get him to also do some exercises. And uh, as he's trying to include more lentils in his diet and more vegetable, which basically meant more fiber, which is a number one deficiency, uh, I think in all the industrialized world, I would dare to say fiber, we don't have enough. Anyway, and then he would have those moments where he would have to pull over on the side of the road to take a shit. He couldn't wait. So I call that poor moments. So I'm not quite there. And I, well, I think I'm going to turn around now. But that's, that's nice. So I'm going to create a different loop to do my walking now. This is nice. It's nice to be in those trees. To have a little bit of nature. Yeah, and I need to go use the bathroom. Anyway, but that's going to be a long, long conversation for you all. Maybe you are doing a little cleaning or cooking. And, uh, well, if one of you is who I think you are, kisses your way, hugs for everybody else. <laughs> Sorry. But I think I have uh, bored you enough. For today so thank you for coming with me yeah on this walk and we'll talk soon <laughs>